Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Here's Gulami. I'll be back. Hey guys, welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. My name is Ian. This is Paul Damien. And this is Kenny. This week we're talking about Super Crooks by Mark Millar and Lionel Francis Yu. I've all my life called him Francis Linnell Yu. And that's not right at all. It's just Lionel Francis Yu. Oh man, I can't believe I've been saying it wrong this whole time. I looked it up on YouTube. I mean, it's a, to it's, find out. it's an interesting spelling of Lionel, yeah. for sure. So, yeah, uh, we'll give you I'm sure he'd give you the, the OK's you know? <laughs> and, and the fact that you've at least been reading his his books for yeah. your entire life. I mean, for yeah. years, you never know. What if you meet him and he's like, it's pronounced Linnell. That would actually be kind of amazing. <laughs> I would be like, OK, well, damn, I got it right uh, before I met you. Um, <laughs> but we're also going to be talking about season one of the Netflix adaptation of this comic book. Uh, the comic book originally came out in 2012. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. It took, what, 11 years for it to come out on, or no, nine years to, for it to be adapted into an anime. None of us are math mm-hmm. majors here. Yeah, no, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a math magician. So, um, I'm an electrician. You're a math electrician. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind of awesome that a Japanese anime studio chose to pick this up for a Netflix adaptation so of all things was, too. You know, I guess kind that's of a... something I wanted to talk about also because whenever you see Netflix, their banner on an anime, you kind of assume that they just have the distribution rights. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To to show it in... In, in America in or America. wherever. Right, know? North America. English-speaking countries even. So right. something that I thought was really cool is I don't know if y'all have ever seen the show Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Nope. But it's but I've a read superhero the book. show. Yeah. And they put, I don't know, if, was Super Crooks in no. that universe already? No. Well, maybe. Uh, maybe Mark Millar always uh, like intended. Maybe softly intended or like people have just in, always speculated. In yeah. Jupiter's Legacy, because I've read that book. I read mm-hmm. that book years ago. Uh, Same thing with Super Crooks. They never made any indication towards each other to like try and connect the worlds because there yeah. is no more super crooks than the four issues we read no. it's not like there is more after than what we were given in that four issues you right. know but so. you did watch jupiter's legacy See, and i also yeah watched. i have seen oh, jupiter's yeah. legacy. i didn't yeah. even try because i saw what it looked like and i was like no it's all right definitely a, <laughs> no definitely a passable one yeah. but i thought it was an interesting right. choice that being both mark millar mm-hmm. netflix adaptations you know that they chose to kind of like just softly put them together and it makes a lot of sense to be like well that's why there's powers in this world you know what yeah. i mean it's mm-hmm. that it's that soft throwaway on how they can have all these people that have these ridiculous power sets you know so mark millar also created kick-ass mm-hmm. kingsman mm-hmm. uh wanted Dang. the list goes on and on i wonder if all of those are eventually supposed to be in this universe because uh, he he's rebranded whenever netflix made a deal with him and they're like, hey, we're going to try and adapt all your shit. Mm-hmm. They started stamping the Netflix logo on all the, of his shit mm-hmm. on, well, on new books coming out from Image. And so that mm. confused me because I was like, will you be able to read it on Netflix? I thought there was going to be like a comicsology 
like area of Netflix where you could read comic books. Oh, that would have been interesting. And I thought, what a fucking brilliant idea. That's sick as hell. What a great way to get people into comic books. Well, there's games on Netflix. <clears throat> yeah, I too, noticed that. I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that. There's games without ads. And just as long as you have a Netflix subscription, you can just mm-hmm. download them. That's so crazy. I didn't it, know. It's pretty thing. cool. Yeah, and I noticed it on my phone the yeah. other day. <laughs> I noticed it on my iPad. It was like you want to play Super Crooks. It was like you want to play Stranger Things three. Yeah, I was <laughs> really like, yeah. I, sure. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> interesting. I, I had no idea. It is interesting, <laughs> and that would have that would be a great way for them to expand their platform mm-hmm. too, and you know maybe even like buy out Comicsology or something, and you know, take them <laughs> yeah. in and like be like, there we go. We're you know it's the only way they're going to stay relevant, in my opinion. You know, especially with all of the sh- these streaming platforms like HBO yeah. Max mm-hmm. and stuff coming out, you gotta gotta be get that next that next big thing. And I feel like comic books is it because look at all the fucking comic book adaptations that are coming out, yeah. especially on Netflix. I feel like them in particular, you know, are trying to like really get. Uh, get a lot the of game. them get yeah. in the game, and the market is on like that whole universe building phase right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it makes sense for them to take all of his material and put it in one universe. Yeah. Why not? You know what I mean? I, Why not make their version of Avengers or whatever they want? You know what I mean? I agree. So, and um, I feel like they're probably competing the most with Amazon now, which is which the owns two cam- at Comicsology. Yeah, which is mm. the two that uh, are pushing that. putting yeah. out the most like cuz obviously Disney is Marvel and mm-hmm. HBO has uh, WB for DC, so they have basically have to fight for everything else, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so um, it's going to be interesting to see which projects they both kind of pick up. But I see a lot of comic books more and more hitting the screen now that it's becoming a more and more popular idea. Even with things like Sweet Tooth, which you know yeah. we did read for this podcast and was, I mean, an interesting read for what it was, but is kind of a surprise for me that of all the things out there that it got picked up for an adapt that live well even on top of that adaptation on netflix with the warner brothers logo Mm -hmm. at the opening i still haven't watched or read it oh really yeah i think it's worth both Mm -hmm. Um, which one would you recommend me doing first read um, i think reading because especially the first 12 issues which we read it kind of contains it kind of contains the beginning and ending of the show Mm. um but with the show does is probably plucks a lot of ideas that come after mm-hmm. kind of what in, in invincible exactly did. okay i got you yeah. but it built it definitely felt like it builds on the characters more than the book did you know there's yeah. just a little bit more build and uh, with the time they have in the show versus the you know yeah. would you say it's like 12 issues yeah and it yes. was and it was a quick read because there was a huge chunks of very little dialogue you know yeah it was a good read though can you give it to me later yeah the, yeah. the comics That's give it to sweet. me baby <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna i was I was going to do that. I did it. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you want to know why? What? Because I'm pretty fly for a white guy. You are, yeah. Hey, yeah, you know. Kenny, I'm going to tell you something that might hurt your feelings. My uncle said that you sound like uh, Chris from Family Eye. Sometimes. Okay, that's not that bad. <laughs> I get Jesse Eisenberg a lot. Okay. A lot. And that one bothers me. And it's not that I look like him, it's that I sound like him. That's interesting. I don't hear either of those. Yeah, things. neither do I. I was like, I don't well, know what you're talking Chris about. Chris is Seth Green, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. That's why I was like, I'm oh, fine with sounding enough. like Seth Green. That's that's someone I actually appreciate. He's also but, a redhead, right? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> oh, Jesse that's Eisenberg. Why, that's why he appreciates him. It's not that I have a problem with Jesse Eisenberg, but that's no one I want to I, sound like or think I sound like. But I've literally gotten it from multiple places, completely different sources. So uh, I was kind of like. That sucks. <laughs> I put, exactly. Maybe I put so it in a couple people's heads because they were like, who do you sound like? And I was like, is this who you're thinking of? They're like, that's exactly <laughs> it. And I was like, mm. then, 
Less you, should, you should be like Brad Pitt. Exactly. <laughs> sound like Brad Pitt. I'm going to start saying Seth Green. I yeah. love that. Yeah, Chris from Family Guy, right? <laughs> Seth Green. <laughs> the little one from Without a Paddle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what people know him from. Yeah. <laughs> I know him from Austin Powers. Hey. Hey, no. He's in those movies? No. I'm just kidding. You can't bring up that, that guy on this show. You fucking pervert. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Super Crooks. Um, so, yeah, Netflix went to a Japanese studio to make this project. And so it makes you think, oh, maybe those other anime that are Netflix bannered uh-huh. are developed through them Netflix mm-hmm. because obviously they have the rights to do Miller World. Mm-hmm. And it's not like Miller would go behind their back or Millar would go behind their back to a Japanese studio and then say like, hey, I got him on board. You want to publish <laughs> yeah. it? <You> know, like, <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> like so, they already had everything done. Yeah. So we so, just need to get Netflix to finish paying for this. <laughs> so it's like Netflix <laughs> recognizing the rise of anime and yeah. american culture and how popular it's getting with shit like demon slayer so that it seems like they're really jumping on that bandwagon I and i know the slayer. i know the the company that did the show is at least a sub company of bone which is the one that does like my hero academia and oh, some of those okay. much larger shows so it's they came from a pretty big company yeah. or at least a little a brand like a little branch yeah a little them. subsidiary studio of theirs you know so because they went with a, a japanese studio to get this done um is that why they changed the location at the end to japan i guess so mm-hmm. that would make sense yeah. yeah um or do you think it was just because it was so vague like oh it's spain you know yeah so they wanted yeah. to give it a more like salt like place i guess i think it i think it had more of a it made more sense because i felt like the that was one thing that was weak in the comic of like oh there's just no heroes in europe it's like why would that be a thing you think there'd be heroes fucking everywhere where having to go to this area because that's where the hit is makes Mm -hmm. just a little more sense you know and i it also makes sense that the bastard would retire to a place like japan because i like the idea it's very kingpin-esque of like yeah loving japanese culture and of course the most violent white men love <laughs> peaceful asian culture you know <laughs> oh, let's no. be honest here <laughs> no that's good i love that um, but also oh no oh no yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny uh yeah no i mean it it has it there's a lot to go on there i mm-hmm. think but also i think millar is just so good at just spitting out words and just saying like yeah that fits let's put that on the page mm-hmm. and that and we'll go Fair we'll enough. just keep yeah. moving you know and so i don't think it really mattered if it was spain or scotland no, or wherever they're the going fuck. to spain they're going to spain I, <laughs> that's the first thing that came to my mind yeah <laughs> um but no i mean uh let's talk about the book because mm-hmm. the book is drawn beautifully mm-hmm. i love uh lionel's art lionel you um lionel richie lionel lionel <laughs> richie you um it's so dope getting to revisit this book after Mm -hmm. seeing so much of his art in marvel comics throughout the years Mm -hmm. um how did you guys feel about a lot of the art in the book because it was it was pretty cool and extreme for me and it fits the grittiness of what is mark millar's writing you know what i mean so no i really enjoyed it and i i mean i read all of it in a sitting no joke i mean i sat and read the entire four Mm -hmm. issues in one quick sitting and smartly before i watched any of the show which you know because they are obviously this is the more kind of contained story right. out of the two um but i really i dug the art i i fucking love i mean well the thing is is that i think the coloring uh the inking has so much to do Sunny with it Go. a lot yeah. too though because so much of the shading and stuff is what i felt like gave a lot of the the serious 
tones at the time you really yeah. wanted it or like the grittiness that really like set it off especially when it got more violent and gruesome at times you know i really thought the colors made it pop out a lot so the artwork was fucking yeah 10 out of 10 for sure and really made it uh made me just fucking want to turn pages and get to see i mean the gladiators fucking design is fantastic i know i, I mean they look pretty good in the anime but there's something about the way that mm. it looks in the actual uh comic book itself that i just adored i wanted more of him i was actually yeah. bummed we didn't get so much gladiator yeah, in his, his, his second in his actual sucks. armor yeah. set so that was one thing i was blessed to have in the show at least is we did get some bonus uh gladiator action i loved him sitting on top of the plane <laughs> it was playing completely open-legged you know yeah. and just shit like that really made me uh, happy and it made me love that character yes. even more for who he kind of is you know <laughs> definitely yeah what about you paul damien how'd you like the art in the book i really enjoyed it um it felt like extremely realistic yeah. And so it really put me in the spot. Um, honestly, I don't, because of lack of context mm -hmm. um, and like this, the comic book as a whole, there, it lacks. Yeah. Like that's it. There's a lack of content. Um, I don't think I would have been able to get into this as well as I did. Unless you. Unless had... I watched the anime first. Oh, that's good. That's so, good to know. I really did enjoy the anime. Like I, I loved the anime actually. Um, and it made me enjoy this even more. It really okay. did. So, uh, but the then I'm glad you experienced it in the way you did, where yeah. you watched anime first and then read the book. But I I completely understand why you would want me to read it first because it's almost like you read the the whole heist part, yeah, pretty much, and then you get to experience how we get there. Exactly. You know. Um. But I I just overall like he was saying the shadings and coloring. You know, but we'll it, it just makes it super realistic, especially the gruesome parts. Whenever, like, uh, where are their fucking names? The Ro Roddy and Sammy. Oh, Roddy yeah. and Sammy are getting the diesel bros. Yeah, yeah, they're just damn. getting ripped apart. Like, it made it so much better, especially when you realize how much longer that scene actually is. Yeah, in the comic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it lasts a few. Pages. Yeah, I didn't want to blow the load on that my scene. That was probably much. one of my favorite. Oh, oh, go ahead and answer. Go ahead. Hello. Oh, I'm uh, recording the podcast. It's okay. A little closer. Put it on mic, please. Okay, yeah, send me the picture. Did you get the... Um, send us the picture. The little waffle maker? Okay, cool. All right. That is the most <laughs> mysterious <you>. conversation. <laughs> she got She's like... She's like, oh, shit, you're doing the podcast? Well, let me send you a photo. And then you're like, okay, you got the photo? Let me send you the waffle maker. It's like, what? What are you talking couple, about? A couple of super crooks over here. I, I got her a waffle maker that has a, like, it's a mini waffle maker, and it has a gingerbread man shape on it. Oh, okay. that's cool. And I just forgot to give it to her for a long time, but I took it over to the house earlier today. Oh, okay. there, was a, there was a skull one I wanted so, to get Myra that I just didn't. And now so I, I, got, I, I was sad that it. Is now long no longer available. I got the skull. <laughs> I got the skull and the pumpkin for my mom. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So she has three now. Yeah, that's dope. And when I was growing up, we used to have a big ass waffle maker. It was in the shape of Sylvester the cat's face. Oh, dude, that's and when awesome. you open it up, it was Tweety as the waffles. Dude, dude. Is that that's real? That was, that's fucking badass. I think I've seen that. That was real. Do y'all yeah. still? I'm pretty I, sure they still have their moms it. have it's to have it. Possible somewhere, right? we still have it. I'm pretty sure I've seen if, it. If if not, it was in a garage sale for like 
four dollars yeah oh, dude i would someone's out there getting tweety waffled up right now <laughs> and and it it's probably worth like a hundred thousand dollars yeah no it's it's a super expensive it's probably the rarest thing that ever existed because tweety bird's been dead for like 15 years so yeah i killed him there's no more tweety Sorry. bird merch um let's get back to super crooks um <laughs> but no yeah the diesel brothers get chopped up by the molecular dude chainsaw. i fucking love that bit so much yeah. in both contexts, yes. you know what I mean? Um, and getting ready for it in the show, I literally was like, let's see how gruesome this shit's going <laughs> to fucking be. Because yeah. I fucking... It was beautiful. The panel where it just finally shows the amount of body they've left behind. And that's such a brilliant idea. Yeah. Just like, obviously, they can just re- keep regrowing parts. So just fucking see how far <laughs> you can go. That's fucking... That's good. I really like the power set mm-hmm. variant in this. It was They, mm-hmm. they feel kind of random, but it, they did a good job of giving everybody kind of an important role to play. Um, except maybe forecast a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean, I feel like he was the only one that basically was just like, oh, I realize now I can also freeze things. You know, yeah. so it's like he figured out his role <laughs> mid mission, which was kind of random. I know, like but... him as a character, though, because he's very lax mm-hmm. and uh, just nonchalant. You know, yeah. just chilling. He's the one happy to be there. <laughs> you know? just, he's just happy to have gotten invited. You know, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, there is the part where they're in the anime mm-hmm. when they're trying to break out TK mm-hmm. from the the airplane and Gladiator sitting up top of the airplane. Anyone who's listening to this episode, go watch the anime. Yeah, it's just watch super that. easy to just breeze through it. Um, but no, there's the scene where Gladiator's chilling up on top of the airplane as they're flying through the sky, and Roddy <laughs> goes up there. Oh no, for they they jump out of the airplane mm-hmm. to land on the airplane, mm-hmm. but Sammy gets chopped up first. And the, Sammy leaves his finger behind on the crack of like one of the seams of the airplane. Mm-hmm. And when Roddy found it, I thought Sammy was going to grow from the that finger. finger. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so fucking sick. Can you imagine choosing which one of your body parts has like the master molecule where mm. you get to regrow from? Yeah. It could be anything that a fingernail could just have been left behind. Yeah. That's your master molecule. <laughs> yeah. and you grow back at your entire body from a single fingernail or something. That would be so cool. You'd but, have to be able to choose like choose it on an instant yeah you know that it's happening yeah i agree yeah because you were out of conscious like immediately yeah. unless your molecule or, somehow... or you'd have to like be connected to that piece still i feel like oh like you know that's some would sort be of limit to it? Did, yeah did just jump into the diesel bros a little bit because there was even <laughs> a part where i was even more intrigued by their power because there's a whole sequence where later on in, in they we have the dampening effects where everybody loses their powers and they get like fucking shot up and are like that for at least maybe like a minute or two before then the effects of the dampeners get taken away and they're mm-hmm. able to heal again but that just proves that it doesn't matter how much damage they take yeah. even without their fucking powers they as long as they back. can get them back again they will eventually regrow and come back so it's like how do you kill these motherfuckers <laughs> you, i mean can you drown them you know it's a very interesting yeah. it's like wolverine complex mm-hmm. of like they are nearly well, invincible and yeah. you know there's even that scene with the molecular whatever chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Chainsaw. There you go. <laughs> I thought it was so funny that they called it a, chain. a what chainsaw. What part of it is a chain? You know what I mean. <laughs> but um, where they uh they split the bigger one, Donnie, mm-hmm. and um in in the anime at least. He, there's two of him growing yeah. like there's two <laughs> yeah, torsos yeah. and they're both talking yeah and i think there it maybe it cut him in half yeah like his so brain and it's like <laughs> it's like one one brain here and one brain there yeah so with the right kind of fucking around they could probably clone themselves yeah. relatively easily yeah <laughs> So the big mustachioed man is named Roddy, Roddy. which Roddy. I thought is such a perfect name Why for him. Why do I keep seeing Donnie? Well, I don't know. The other one's name is Sammy, Sammy, which I think is also a perfect name for 
That kind of like squirrely. Well, they're both guy. named Donnie and Donnie. Though. <laughs> <laughs> they're both Donnie the, Wahlberg. The Donnie they're Bros. The Wahlberg brothers. And it sounds like Loki, our favorite thing in this <laughs> whole story, because it's just such a wild ride to get to go on with them. And I loved that they got even more fun to have yes. in the anime, you know, because that's the one thing for anybody listening who hasn't experienced these things. The anime basically just expanded on the story's beginning by like yes. by 10 episodes, 10 whole episodes. Yeah, where the last three episodes are essentially yeah. the story we read in the four issues yeah. so it's kind of it was very exactly jarring to, especially for me who did read the four four issues at first to be like all right i know exactly what to expect walking <laughs> into this now and to sit down and be like what the fuck is this yeah. you know? <laughs> the first episode is johnny bolt our main character oh i loved it youth youth yeah which i thought was pretty cool like i thought every episode was going to be each of our little super crooks growing up and i was like that's a great idea Me too. and then give us the mission yeah. yeah but instead we get a whole kind of like mix-up where we learn where johnny first meets carmine who mm-hmm. is like our our uh the reason we're getting into yeah. this mess in the first place you know it, there's just a lot of lead up to it that takes place around like i guess five or six years because he's in prison for five years uh-huh. um and then we get the comic book story at the end one thing that i like about a lot of these um or uh like uh, the mark millar comics that came out in like 2008 to 2000 like 14 that area every one of those books is like four issues four five six issues that's it except for jupiter's legacy which they kept coming out with more and more they like pushed him on that one they were like this one's gotta have a legacy guys come on keep this one going (laughs) but Every one of them feels so good and contained. Chrononauts finally got a sequel, which was supposed to be four more issues, Mm -hmm. but then they just made it a graphic novel instead, I think. And so I read the first four issues and I was like, I think that's kind of all I need from it. But I'm glad now that we can, I I hope to do that on this podcast one day. Do you wish Jupiter's Legacy would have been a more contained story than what it was? Because I feel like for what it is, it maybe should have been something that was like only maybe five or six issues at max. I that's the one that I don't remember a whole lot about. Interesting. And I read Jupiter's Legacy Volume 1 and Jupiter's Circle, which takes place previously. And then they came out with Jupiter's Legacy Volume 2 and then Jupiter's Circle Volume 2. So I haven't read a lot of that stuff. But the first couple of things that I read, I was like, this is pretty cool. I can see where it can keep going. But also it felt like Super Crooks where... You, by the time you're done reading these four issues, you're like, I wouldn't mind keep reading more of these guys. Mm. But if this is all there is, I'm fine with that. And that's what is so interesting about Mark Millar's writing style is like, instead of coming out with Kick-Ass issue six or issue seven or whatever mm-hmm. Kick-Ass ends, they come out with Kick-Ass two. And so I'm like, huh, I don't, I he's almost like, it's almost like he's writing for the trade. He's yeah. writing for a graphic novel. Like and then the, that's all you need. Yeah, this is that one project for this you know so if it's going to have a continuation it's a second you know it's a sequel it's not a continuation exactly (laughs) um but yeah so the the first or the four issues is the ending of the anime and it is interesting getting to read it first and then experiencing what i guess the anime i wonder how much of mark millar actually wrote the anime because it felt like they kind of just went ham and decided whatever they wanted to do would take place before the show. I feel How like did you guys too. feel about all that? I, I agree with you. I think that was I think it definitely was the anime studio being like, well, we would love to take on this project, but there's no way we can take 
those four issues and make 13 episodes yeah. <laughs> so you have to let us have some fun with this and yeah they literally just decided to give it a more johnny focused story which it already was in the yeah. comic but really focused on johnny's growth i love that we got him with a beard yeah. for the whole first part of the story or like I fucking, a goatee and dude stuff. i fucking yeah. loved his the, his facial hair i was like bummed to be like dang now we have to go to clean shaven yeah. johnny how he looked in the in the comic um but I really, I mean, I think it was smart. I think it was a smart idea to make a more fulfilled story. Because like you say, to have just gotten these four issues, it feels in a weird way lacking in a sense. But it, like you said, that's Mark Millar's style. Mm-hmm. He yeah. he gets this, the exact story he wants to tell done. He doesn't care yeah. what happened before or what happened after. This is <laughs> yeah. what we're here to tell. And that's it. You know, and I like that we just get thrown into it in the comic book that we're just mid heist. By the time we're, you know, yeah. being introduced to these characters. And so it makes it hilarious when one of Johnny's first lines is, hey, watch out. I have lightning powers, you know, <laughs> yeah. and so when the fucking gladiator yeah. decks him and is like, hey, watch out for that guy. He's got lightning <laughs> powers. It makes you take Johnny less seriously <clears throat> in the book from the gate you see him as this like less than crook you know where the comic book i feel like oh or the comic the anime does more of a job of trying to give him an underdog kind of vibe where it's like this guy is just destined to be bad you know from circumstance you know which holy shit that first episode kind of had me so frustrated because i was like why would you use electric powers over a pool (laughs) he's a child introduce yourself he's a teen he was he was a teen at best. <laughs> the teens are children. I feel like I I would have put electric and water two and two together right away and be like maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe I, I mean, shouldn't float over a pool with electric powers. I barely have I control s- over. As soon as he said pool, I was like, oh, everybody's dead. Yeah, everybody <laughs> in that pool is gonna fucking yeah. die. Um, I was so blown away by that first episode because I couldn't believe we were starting so far in the past mm-hmm. compared to what the this book is, is. and then. Uh, not only that, whenever everyone does die in the pool and it, there's like all that. They hinted some lived. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. But there's like all that exceeding like chaos Damage. that happens afterwards where like the fucking truck drives into Dude, the. Dude, I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, like people in a diner eating on. died. Yeah. <laughs> but then you think about Kick-Ass and then even the first Kingsman movie when he's in the church and it's all the same it's kind of extreme kind of violence. Like very extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It blew me away. I could not believe all that happened. And then even on top of that, all the pigs fell in the water. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> it's just incredible what this first issue is. And I don't know if that's... First episode. Yeah, yeah the first episode. I don't know if that's the fir- the best first impression of this story. It gives opinion. a very different impression than, like I'm saying, the first issue of this does, which is like, a, oh, look at these kind of less than criminals versus oh look at this underdog who we now have to root for the entire time (laughs) god damn it um yeah let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll finish talking about super crooks (coughs) (laughs) um i think i have another ad to read actually let me uh well Well, just hurry up and add it in there yeah Hold on, let me find some music. Royalty. How did you not? How did you not roll the ad when we came back? Yeah, this is ridiculous. Get on it. We're here. These people are not going to pay us if we don't sponsor them correctly. Shush. (laughs) This is not the music. Hold on. (laughs) This is a wrong ad. ad. (laughs) That's a different ad. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> okay. 
In theaters February 7th. Finally, the two little guys beef it out. Uh, coming soon, Trolls versus Smurfs. Oh. These little fuckers are really going to go at it this time. Nice. Starring Brendan Fraser. Oh, there's fucking lyrics to this music? God damn it. <laughs> Starring Brendan Fraser, John Cena, Tom oh, nice. Cruise, Tom Cruise, playing himself, um, Gal Gadot, and Kathy Griffin. Um, they're these little guys are finally gonna beef it out when they come to the theaters February seventh. Be on the lookout because they're little and they're don't step on them. That's what it says. My name is A twenty four producing this. <laughs> I dig it. Um. It, uh, and then it goes on to name all the characters. We have Giblets. Ooh. Uh, Grimble. Are these Smurfs? These are the Smurfs. Yes, this is a Smurf family. Is John Cena a Smurf? Or... John Cena plays himself in the movie. Oh, oh, oh even better. Tom yeah. Cruise does it as well. No, Tom Cruise plays Papa Smurf. Oh, that's disappointing. Um, he does Blueface, which is oh. a little problematic. Yeah, we're going to have to talk, Tom. Um, uh, but yeah. Go watch it February 7th in theaters. Did you change the date? Did you say February 7th? Yeah. 7th? Yes. It's coming Serp- out. Serpent. It's February out. Serpent. It'll be out. This, okay. this holiday season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this Valentine's Day season. Exactly. It's a holiday. Okay. And we're back. Welcome back to Super Crooks. Here we are. Um, <laughs> Super Shook. Dude, you know it. Um, no. So, Paul Damien, you really love this anime. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Do I you it really hope cool. for a second season? Yes, yeah? I do. I well, not to say that kind of it, only if it's about different characters. Oh, that's interesting. interesting. I would like it to be um, kind of the same thing, mm-hmm. but just uh, different characters. Maybe not even like um, I would like it to go the route where Electro Boy should have gone. Okay. You know, like like an alternate reality. Yeah, another reality, not not necessarily another reality, just other group of bad guys oh. that maybe turn their turn new leaf and become superheroes or something like, like that. Like a Thunderbolts kind of situation where they're like trying desperately to be a good group, but they maybe kind of cause mayhem exactly. in any situation they're trying to help out in. In the end, they're still seen as criminals because yeah. they still are like, oh, well, maybe we should take this priceless thing. We did. We helped out. We <laughs> saved lives. We deserve this priceless egg. You know? <laughs> it's always an egg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, I mean, that's a good call. Yeah. I mean, that would be really cool. I, I did love this anime. Mm-hmm. Um, I had issues with it a couple of times because it was if especially with casey Mm -hmm. where the character i didn't anticipate this is my brilliance about this episode or this series Uh is i didn't once it we had gotten so thick into the show i never anticipated that the actual ending would be the heist from the comic book i thought it was just going to keep deviating and never Mm, return to the comic book once we were doing the the jupiter uh, yeah the the union Union of justice heist i was like i guess they're not doing the heist the way they did it in the comic i was like i guess they're doing it in a different style so i was right on board orlock's mask or whatever so i was right on board with you because i think i thought 50 million was the reward at first but then i realized that doesn't make sense because everybody got 100 million and there's eight of them so that obviously but i mean i'm glad we got to the the bastard heist you know once episode 10 the ending was leading into the bastard Mm -hmm. heist i was like oh shit 
this show's fucking sick. And yeah. that's when I was texting you guys. I was like, you guys should read the book yeah. first. <laughs> that makes so much sense. That's funny. Because <laughs> it was it was such a dope ass twist for me mm-hmm. where suddenly I was like, oh, I'm in it now. This is because this is shit that I wanted to see adapted, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but it, it was very exciting for me to see that this show ended with what I had already previously known. The only reason it was a little, I mean, the only reason it was a little bit of a bummer for me was that I felt like then the, the Promethean was kind of like overused. Oh, the ju- or Praetorian. The Praetorian. Praetorian. Sorry. I yeah. thought he was like a little overused throughout the series because of that, where yeah. in the book he felt like this insane presence because the only really thing we get to see beforehand is them being like, oh yeah, this guy doesn't get to be a hero anymore because he was too violent. <laughs> so when it's like he, we know he's the force they're reckoned up against, we don't even have to have seen anything he's done before to be scared of him, you know? Yeah. So to have built like this, to have had their initial heist where they already have to deal with them, it makes more sense because then it's more of like a revenge situation against the Praetorian form, but it also, I feel like took away his fearsomeness when it came to Mm. that actual final bit because i was like obviously this is where they then overcome him you know i think it was cool but though it 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 added mythos for gladiator Mm -hmm. that is true because then he got his revenge but yeah what were you gonna say paul demon oh i was gonna say in the i thought what was interesting was that in the anime they're like oh praetorian they really hammer it home that Praetorian has over 200 powers yeah (laughs) and And i like in the comic book it was like 27 powers yeah. yeah Yeah, I like but, that he was okay. Like, so I was right because I was like, I think he has like twenty seven powers. When I was like watching the show, and then they're like over two hundred, and I was like, okay, I guess I was just wrong. It was like, way more like, than how I how thought. How could I be yeah. that wrong? And I was like, yeah. dang, I was way off. That's so funny. I got the number right on the nose. But then. I think that was the joke because yeah. they kept pushing it. They're like, no, twenty seven is not enough. He has to be like all powerful. And I did appreciate they made the joke where he gets like the water power or something. He's like, oh, this is fucking useless yeah. right now because that would happen. He was like, like this is a low tier power. Why am I pulling this right now? But then they're, but then it's like the bastards like teleport down there right now and he just like instantly teleports. It's like, does he have some relative control over some wonder, of them maybe? You know, like... It, the, the anime made it seem like he had cards in play. Yeah. And so maybe he... Can I like, don't know how long the powers last either. Though. Exactly. You know, so... That's another Millar thing where mm-hmm. there's no explanation and yeah, there's kind of no reason yeah. or need for it. But We're already um, dealing with such fantastical ideas. Do we really have to get down to the bare knuckles of it all? Yeah. <laughs> but I, f- I thought the Praetorian was pretty dope, especially because we kind of see him just willy-nilly using his powers when he pulls his laser eyes and he just kills, like, Dude, civilians that was badass, yeah. though. And it makes sense that that one surviving civilian is then how he would have all these counts of, like, dude, look at the fucking shit you're doing with your powers right now. 300 counts of, like... Uh, Misuse of yeah. justice, yeah. <laughs> Goddamn, that sounded like a fart. Mm-hmm. Classic, uh, classic ooh. evil Superman, though. You know what I mean? Once again, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just... And it's always the laser eyes. Yeah. It's always the fucking laser eyes that they're just like... Because I guess that would be such an easy thing to, like, look around and just kill everything I'm looking at right now. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Damon, what are you doing right now? Sorry, I'm setting my uh, screen. I forgot to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you set your screen yeah. to uh, our comic book every year. Set or to, every episode, goddammit. Set, to, set, to, set it to sexy. Oh, speaking of which, this is our first episode of the new year. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, 2022. This, this is not technically still in the first season of mm-hmm. the show, but um, welcome back, everybody. All right, guys. Here's my, here, here's my lock screen. Dang. Right? Nice. Gladiator. And then... Here's 
My home <laughs> more gladiator. Dude, gladiator, but now Dang. he's openly gay. Yeah. You open proud. it up and he's gay. Probably yeah. <laughs> a gay man. I'm I, I'm glad they like toned it down a little bit for yeah. the show, yeah. and I kind of expected him to do so. But I was a little bummed his suit wasn't a little more vibrantly pink because yeah. I thought that was a a funny jab yeah. from Johnny. I think that like for how his character's personality is, that would be something he'd totally do is get him like a bubblegum pink yeah. suit and like force him to put it on, you know? So I was like, dang it when that reveal was a little bit less, but I'm glad that they like gave it more of like a, like, cause they make a lot of pretty inappropriate jokes in the comic book yeah. Yeah. And pretty much at all times. So I was like, <laughs> this is going to have to be done a little more tastefully throughout it. And I thought they did a great job. And I was glad that he, they gave, I felt like you're right. They gave him more of a reason to want to do it. And it wasn't nearly so much of a blackmail situation as it right. was like, a mixed bag of like mm-hmm. yeah i wouldn't mind r- fucking yeah, yeah fucking these two dudes up you know um there is so in salamander's office mm-hmm. there's the group photo behind his desk mm-hmm. which i i've read this book back i guess in like 2014 and then i reread it for the podcast and i still didn't catch it until the anime showed it to us that and they said it well, yeah, that the photo is not of them; it's of Salamander's and friends. His group. They previously. copied their look. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that means fucking uh, the Heat. What's his What's his name? Carmine uh-huh. must have recognized who those villains were in that photo and was like, "Those are the costumes we have to wear." And that's I why thought he it was had... Johnny's idea. To it must have been Johnny's idea, but how would he have known about true? Yeah. Unless those he just looks. did Salamander's. Yeah. Like, maybe there's a history book that talks about Salamander. I don't know. Exactly. But to have all of their exact looks and then they even have the tentacle-armed guys. Yeah. Power set, you know. And like the <laughs> fact that he, they just won those yeah. in a fight. They yeah. literally just won them. That's, it was perfect. Yeah. Uh, how did y'all feel about the um, power dampeners? I thought they were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because obviously there's no power dampeners in the comic. So it's. I thought it was a really interesting... Uh, addition there must be it. some sort of power dampener in the supermax that they just don't talk about yeah because we mm-hmm. see that johnny obviously goes to jail and then comes out of jail and isn't obviously fucking around in there right. i did appreciate that when he's being let go at the beginning of the anime that whole room's like obviously fucked up and then when they're about to release them they're like all right everybody get ready yeah. you can tell a bunch of them like fuck around from the instant they're let loose you know yeah. what i mean it's like god damn it you can't They've trust been waiting for it can't yeah. trust these dang super crooks you yeah. know <laughs> bunch of jerks you know but these um, sex criminals mm-hmm. yeah these sex god damn it oh hey there was a sex criminal in there mr <laughs> shark tooth boy yeah, with oh, the fucking gosh. shark grill jesus he's like come um, get my buns <laughs> <laughs> he's like riffraff he's like, <laughs> <laughs> act like i don't know nobody <laughs> um no but the power dampeners come into play whenever they have to reset uh the the bastards mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. whole com- compound pretty much right and I did like that there was stakes other than just like, oh, he's scary. I love steak. <laughs> you love tuna steak. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> but it showed that I guess the Praetorian and Gladiator are still kind of even powered without their powers. You know what I mean? Because they get in a pretty aggressive jump across the room fist think, fight with each other with the dampened. That's just like standard dude anime fights, though. You I know? guess that's maybe like, to an extent if, smashing against a wall and yeah. they're like jumping clear across a hundred yard room you know i think um i think gladiator's kind of potentially one of those characters like his powers are always on yeah can't, there's no turning off his powers because it's just his body he's just physique, you know what yeah, I mean? he's just naturally buff he yeah. can't turn that shit off what is he gonna <laughs> do shrink <laughs> but i think the system also doesn't affect like mr matt's and praetorian i think it it knows their DNA or knows oh. their 
Interesting. Powers, frequency, whatever. Maybe. Comic science. And doesn't affect them. So is Gladiator impenetrable? Because obviously, out of the 200 powers that the Praetorian has, he can't combat, or he's scared to yeah, combat Yeah, I was like him. terrified of him, yeah. I kind of appreciated that. And I loved, once again, the Gladiator as a build, so the fact that I love their Praetorian was like, oh, fuck, I did not know it was you. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did appreciate that we got much more of a fight from him yes. in the anime, too, where he would be kind of like, fuck, I don't want to fight this guy, but it's literally my job right now, so I need to at least put my fucking full foot forward yeah i liked the praetorian's look also mm-hmm. especially whenever you had the the more rugged yeah and then also the trench coat i was like damn he looks pretty dope <laughs> he, he like, looks like a like a a fucking shithead like yeah. your ginger gambit basically <laughs> with the cards you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> True. um i loved how in the comic you know that one scene with the molecular chainsaw we were talking about earlier it lasted 13 minutes long um really but then with the, three minutes no 13 minutes in the comic Oh, but yeah, that's right, because it's like... In the anime, uh-huh. they shortened it down to three minutes because they had the time restraint of five of it taking like five or ten minutes for the system to update and reboot oh, that's the right. power dampening system. So that's actually kind of why I asked y'all about the power dampening, because it added so much more obstacles yeah, than for just them to have that. to get through. Yeah. Yeah. And then even on top of that, there was like ninjas. Yeah, there was <laughs> fucking ninjas, which the, I thought was interesting. Yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> the anime did a good job of spreading out the real estate and letting all the superheroes like TK and Forecast. Yeah, we haven't even talked about ghosts, you know, yeah. like even yeah. a little. <laughs> um, it let them kind of spread out and show their powers where the comic book is kind of like, no, we, we're we're moving at breakneck speed. We don't have time yeah. to stop. And we have four issues, people. Exactly. Because <laughs> like even taking the time because Ghost, you know, being the one who can like phase through walls and shit. I like that. I appreciate they took the time to be like, no, I can't just phase through solid ground for a Ever. mile yeah. like i'll get lost and then die it's, like, it's just pitch black in there yeah. what do you want me to do i'm gonna lose my sense of direction which probably there is none when you're phasing through shit like that so i thought it was kind of crazy like bug-eyed that I initial bug-eyed outfit mm-hmm. you did oh man i love the suit that the anime gave him i thought it was so fucking sick looking but he looked like like a beautiful joe like skin squad yeah. or something <laughs> but i liked like the elegance that would be behind that kind of power and personality that he had where he's just kind of like just you know uh, very very sleek and then just like at times we'll just boom, just all of a sudden he's just gone just yeah. through a floor or something like, gotta do what i gotta do <laughs> gone <laughs> but i thought he looked sick and had a very awesome probably the most important role to play throughout any of them so, mm-hmm. and i also thought it was hilarious there was times that he still had to like crack a safe or something and i was like can't you just like he's a safe yeah. cracker yeah yeah just put your Put your arm right through. And he did do that at one point. Yeah, which and then he sets the alarms off, which is the problem, yeah. Do you think oh, maybe right. if there's a power dampener that was turned into a door and it was on, you couldn't phase through Yeah, he just gets stuck through it. Because, like, if the power dampener is like that He-Man type of, like, harness that goes like an X across your mm-hmm. body and it's on and it's on him he wouldn't be able to use his powers obviously to get out of it so there must be that same kind of technology when it comes to safe like and, physical stuff yeah, yeah and, that's true that's a good call um but no i ghost was dope tk other than resurrecting the necromancer oh, yeah. and like making it look like zombies were coming out of the ground on bicycles <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot that he did right mm-hmm. He looked cool because he had that, that black t-shirt that just had the big circle, circle on it. He, on it, he yeah. floated them down the elevator shaft. That's true. true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> he was... pushed an old man down an elevator shaft and nearly gave him a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. 
Poor um, Carmine. I felt bad for Carmine throughout a lot of it. You know, yeah. and it's like he is he deserves everything that's happening to him. We see that by the end when he has already spent his hundred million dollars in no time. Um, but you still just feel bad for like this old man who's just like kind of stuck in this lifestyle of feeling he has to rob fucking his friends and shit. Yeah. Man. With, with uh, the heat guns. Yeah, the heat. Fuck. Uh, who is your favorite character in the show? Because I'm not going to lie, as much as Johnny Bolt was a good protagonist, he didn't give off the feeling of a protagonist, you know? He's kind of sleazy. Yeah. Well, not only that, like, there's nothing... There's no real kind of, uh, I don't know, personality traits that are attachable. Just he loves Casey. <laughs> yeah. And that's literally his entire personality trait is that he loves this girl. Yeah. And not enough to not fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> he would constantly fuck up. Yeah. Uh, Dang old Johnny. But I liked Roddy the most. Yeah. Roddy was pretty cool. And especially I, because it turned out he was like f- actually graduated Princeton. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that he, you know, Top he, of his class. <laughs> He's one of those that chooses to be the the rowdy personality that he is. Rowdy, rowdy Piper. Exactly. Diesel. Yeah, Diesel. They're related to Vin. Exactly. Oh, Rowdy, Rowdy Piper, Diesel, Vin. Yeah. Yeah. Car Vin number. (laughs) Vin number. Oh, that's why he's in Fast and the Furious. Because he's a Vin number and he's also Diesel. Yeah. That's but, hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, no, I really liked Gladiator a whole lot. Um, mm-hmm. Even as Glenda, I like the fact that he's like, no, I'm going to let you get your fucking asses kicked for a minute. You've been blackmailing me for the last <laughs> week. I'm not going to, you know, like enjoy. I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of this. Um, but then, yeah, the Diesel Bros kind of all the way just because they're kind of the funnest thing to get to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole plane bit where they exactly they fall from the sky and just smash in the plane. They're like, that's fine. We'll grow back. You know, <laughs> like, they're just so unhinged and, and don't have to worry about anything. That's such a fun thing to get to play with as a writer, you know, and they definitely did definitely. that. It did that on both premises, you know. Uh, the part where Casey confuses Gladiator into believing that he's in the mermaid. <laughs> That was unbelievable. I was like, I can't believe this anime is just going wherever the I fuck it wants. It. Yeah. I loved it so much. <laughs> and then, like, later on, like, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Casey is the most confusing thing for me mm-hmm. in this in the show. They do a her, great job of making you forget about grow. her powers. Yeah. Is what I would even say. Well, I think she chooses not to use them. I think so she like kind of sees extent. herself how dangerous she really is because she probably has like bastard level powers at the end of the day and well, it's arguably just, stronger than him. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. she can fortify herself against someone like that, you know. But um I mean I thought they did a fantastic job of like constantly making you forget that she had these powers. So when it did, all of a sudden, it's like, what the fuck is happening? It takes you that second to be like, oh, wait, it's Casey. This is obviously her fucking with them. Yeah. But there was multiple times where I didn't immediately get that reaction, even with Praetorion early on when he was like, I'm just going to let you go now. You know, yeah, you know no, I was, was like, so what the awestruck. fuck? Is-? And she even shows up in the background. And I, yet, even at first, you're not like, oh, it's her doing this. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, he's just letting them go all yeah, of a I sudden. Thought, I was like, what is happening? Is Praetorion going to be the gladiator in this situation? Yeah. Like where he switches sides? You know, I was so confused by that. Scene. So I love that they kept her like as the underdog superpower out of the whole group. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. even by her own personal choice, I felt like where she's like, I'm not going to be that person that over uses their power and blows people's heads up for fucking no reason you know i i loved the um the ending scene with her and Mm -hmm. mr matt's um in the anime way more than i loved in the comic and i just because of the whole the expression of it all Mm -hmm. while it was happening really made me feel like she she had died 
you know true more than the comic because the comic's kind of like instant yeah, yeah. Like instant gratification yeah. of like just kidding yeah i did not like the sleazy little butler it's like i guess they <laughs> needed to make him gross but i just Fucking did not Miguel. i was like god damn it i did it not was, appreciate it. i think it was the power <laughs> dampening stuff Oh, well, never mind. Or like I was wanting to bang your dead body. I was like, yeah. why does any of this never need mind. to be in yeah. this right now? That's it's, true. That's Because that was Malar. in the comic yeah. as well. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the How did you guys feel about Kismet, Transmit, and Frostbite? I like Transmit. Yeah. Just, Transmit's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking crew, they would always pull Johnny back out and make him do sleazy shit again. Not sleazy, but you know, Yeah, the, the diamond heist and stuff yeah. like that. Bad luck, boy. Kismet. That's Kismet, right? Yeah, yeah Kismet. He's like, bad luck on you. You know, just <laughs> can you imagine that power? Yeah, that's it's kind like, of that's kind of like Domino's power. Kind of, yeah. The except reverse for, of hers, yeah. Well, and hers only affects her. Yeah, that's good call. Well, I think what hers is is it gives her good luck, but it it's at the cost of everyone else around yeah, her's so luck. I think it's taking everybody's good luck and just redirecting it to her. See, yeah, and that does. I feel like. He, He's not like that. I almost no. feel like he's just constantly being affected by his own bad luck, and you wouldn't want to hang around. You think you yeah. wouldn't want him around? He is the reason for failure because yeah. he's creating the, the the bad luck at all times, you know, because yeah. he needs to like excrete it onto Sometimes others. Sometimes bad luck is a good thing. That's not. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know, the not until Praetorianic uh, uh, comes in uh-huh. after the Diamond Heist, that whole sequence was so um, love hate for me. Where it was like they're on their motorcycles and they're running yeah. and they're hitting each diamond shop, which already sounds unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they're like creating like frost ramps and shit. Like it felt like uh, I was like, they're gonna know. We got all these going. other. We, got, like, <laughs> we had to do like rubber ball and fucking, yeah. who was also a terrible fucking hero. Yeah. yeah, Man Mountain and Rubber Ball were the two heroes before Praetorian. And that one cop, it was almost like yeah, what was that cop's deal? It was almost like superheroes were his guns, where he's like, I need to use my superheroes right now, you know? Well, and it made me laugh because at first he's like, Who needs heroes? And yeah. he's like, he's like yeah, that's true. they haven't seen the SFPD. And then he like immediately wrecks, he said, like, Where's all the heroes? Yeah. Man, that character was all over the fucking place. <laughs> but it. that whole all the car chasing stuff mm-hmm. and rubber ball bouncing around and all that shit. It reminded me of like if there was like a, and there was a, like a Hot Wheels show or yeah. something. It didn't, I don't know what it is about animated cars. It never connects with me. I agree. Like I can't, mm. I, I don't know. It just it's doesn't. Fucking 3D animation, goddammit. It's that <laughs> yeah. shit I fucking hate. I yeah. just watched the goddamn Mugen train again. Oh, like, yeah. This movie's so fucking good, but why the fuck is this 3D animation in here? Yeah. yeah you ah! know what? I'm never going to watch Demon Slayer. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> and the new season starts. Tonight, you're going to have to cut that because it does not make sense in the time of airing. Well, that's um, fine. We talk about... Yeah. Wow. yeah, the Entertainment District episode airs tonight, and it's an hour long, and I'm wow. fucking pumped. I'm watching it tonight because they're putting out Funimation, and I have Funimation, so I'm going to fucking watch it. Well, is it... It's subbed, right? Yes. That's uh, even more reason for me not to watch it <laughs> because this season now has to end for me to be able to watch it. Oh, because it'll show up on Netflix once it's finally finished? They also made the movie no, in, into just, a seven episode. Just excuse. Oh. You're just coming up with excuses. Yeah, excuse, yeah. and then if you say something else, excuse. Okay, well, just watch uh, <laughs> just watch any other Demon Slayer anime. There's like a thousand of them. Uh, Inuyasha. Okay, I'll watch Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Are there demons in that? One? Oh yeah, alchemy. Well, the no. lust, the lust demon, homunculi, the envy demon, arguably demons, the Are Full you? Metal demon, yeah. the alchemist demon. That's um, you're that's... thinking about greed. Oh, watch Sailor Moon. 
Oh, there you go. There's demons in that. Oh, Sailor Moon. Or Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Or... Yu Yu Hakusho from the Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> the Goku Show. I'll just watch the Goku oh, Show. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm sure there's demons in that. There yeah, is. Hellboy or whatever his name is. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Satan. Fucking Super Kirk's though. Pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think the show definitely shines for me whenever uh, Praetorian or Gladiator are in action because their action is just choreographed or directioned the best. Mm -hmm. And then obviously whenever it connects to the story I was already familiar with, that's whenever I'm like fully on board. But other than that, um, Jupiter's Legacy character showing up in here was... Dang, read my motherfucking mind. That's what I was about to bring up. <laughs> I was, thought it was pretty neat. It was really yeah. neat. Yeah. Um, and for those who have actually watched the show, it was pretty cool to get to see those characters like kind of put to in like an animated screen. When did you notice? Instantly. Instantly? When they brought up the Union of Justice or whatever. Right now I can't think of what it, the Alliance yeah, of Union or whatever. the Union of Justice. Okay. Yeah. I instantly was like, isn't that what they were fucking called in Jupiter? So, I literally like saw it. And so as soon as they, they showed him on TV or something for a second, I was like, oh shit, they're literally bringing these worlds together. The utopia? They mentioned it in context yeah. too where they're like, well, that's how powered people even have because a bunch of rich dickheads went to an island or something, you know? <laughs> so I, when I was reading, well, when I was watching it, mm-hmm. I was like, huh, these Characters, I feel like I know those other characters, <laughs> but I don't know what they're from. And then it's not until they're doing the heist and they show Brainwave, and I see Brainwave's face, and I was, and he looks exactly like he looks in the you know, show. In the show, yeah. Yeah. and I was like, I've seen this, <laughs> and I was like, but not cartoon. <laughs> I was like, I swear, there's something like Jupiter's something. Yeah, uh, I think I, I think in my head, I was like, Mercury's legacy. <laughs> You know, and then I found it on Netflix. I actually looked it up and then I found it on Netflix and I was like, oh shit, I watched this when it first came out. So that's that's basically why I didn't remember. Would you recommend me watch it who has experienced it before? Yeah. It was it's hit or miss. It it got canceled for a reason. That's just what I'd say. But um I was gonna say, uh I just really love the bit where TK's done controlling the zombies anymore. And so he's like barreling the fucking necromancer yeah. into the earth. And we already know it's just a dead body. But he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for us, the context is so hilarious. He's exactly like thinks he's finally defeating the villain and it's just a fucking dead body <laughs> slamming into the fucking ground. <laughs> That's so good. Do you think Kick Ass can fit in this universe? Yes. Isn't his whole deal? That there aren't superheroes, and he wants there to be superheroes. I mean, yes. this could be before that. Before, no. well, I mean, that could be before this. So it would have I mean, to take sorry. place in like the forties. Yeah, because Jupiter, all the Jupiter's legacy stuff happens in like or I think even I, earlier than the that. Twenties, because it's like something. the twenties. Yeah, it's like yeah. the nineteen twenties when they all get powers. Yeah, and that will true. I guess because... I would argue that Kickass and like Wanted would have to be in the same universe, which is like mm, a world that enough. wants powers what but doesn't Kings? really have them. Same thing, I guess. Okay. So those... it would be two separate Millar universes. Mm-hmm. One where there are superheroes and then one where there mo- seems like there should be. There's more like extreme humans. Yeah. yeah w- humans that are willing to push it to the limit, you know? <laughs> push it to the limit. Exactly. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, because mm-hmm. um, I would have never guessed Super Crooks would have taken place in the same universe as Jupiter's Legacy. Can you think of anything else, Mark Millard, that is definitely like powered people? Like, no doubt, uh, like laser eyes or like, you know. Oh, cause... there's Nemesis. Okay. There is. Uh, it's hard to say. There is definitely other projects, yes. though. It's, it's so funny because Gladiator seems like 
he looks like a Kree character in Marvel. And then he also has the name Gladiator, which is also the name of a superhero in the Shi'ar Empire. (laughs) Um, Marvel. (laughs) And it's funny because a lot of these books, when they were first published, were through Icon, which is a sub-company of Marvel. So it's almost like Marvel was like, yeah, you're fine. You can kind of use some of our ideas because we're publishing the books and we get a cut of it. But Jupiter's Legacy, I'm pretty sure, was Image. And so it's so crazy to see these now, things now being essentially combined when they came from such insanely different sources yeah. besides the writer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just I it's almost like um, it's almost like all the Spider-Man movies coming together in one big <laughs> group or something, you know, when one came from Sony. or <laughs> I don't honestly, I don't think that would ever happen. What? Spider-Man coming into. Yeah. Well, I don't think Spider-Man come together. <laughs> like the Beatles. God yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, is there anything that anyone else wants to bring up? Oh, okay. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's not really for the podcast, but it's just uh, the rodeo is coming up here uh-huh. next month. And uh, I asked uh, my girlfriend if she, who she would like to go see. And she just told me Ludacris. Oh. So Dude, I guess that's... I'm going to go see Ludacris <laughs> next month for the rodeo. That's a little ludicrous. And I put you're lying because I can't believe I, I expected a country artist like Brad Paisley or <laughs> Keith Urban. Or... Ludacris is my favorite country but artist. I'm, I'm about to get Luda up in this, you know. <laughs> Luda. There you go. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, this Friday is our end of year review. Can't wait. Can't wait. I'm not going to say any more of it because you guys come and listen. Yeah. Um, also, next week is going to be filler week. Sorry, guys. We're going to be posting some bonus episodes we've kind of compiled and and etched together that will be um, kind of our off week because we're going on a vacay. We're going on a little vacay. I'm feeling a little off. But then after that, season two. Get ready. Get ready. It's going to be epic. Whole new episodes. Yeah. We're getting rid of Paul Damien. We're getting rid of... (laughs) We're getting rid of Paul Damien, we're adding Dame Polly in. There you go. Oh shit, that's yeah. a, that's your alter ego. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's my um, my eagle. He hates Batman. You're, you're He's al- like, ah, oh. your altered eagle and yeah. loves Dune. <laughs> he <laughs> hates Batman and loves Dune. <laughs> he he loves all the shitty CGI in Shang Chi. There you go. <laughs> Those bad airplanes. Um, but uh, let's let's say we're going to be talking about Hawkeye and mm-hmm. Hurt Locker. And the Hurt Locker. Two oh. Jeremy Renner things. Even though the comic book episode is m- probably not going to be about the Hawkeye show until a little bit later. A little bit later on. Yeah, we'll talk. We're, we're going to like so, do two weeks yeah. of Hawkeye. So no blowing our load on that show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram. That's in our show notes. Uh, Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That's the one that apparently means the most. If you give us five stars, we will read it on the podcast. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Y'all are a bunch of super crooks for taking our hearts. Yes. By listening to us talk like a bunch (laughs) of dumbasses. So can't wait to talk the end of it all next week or on Friday, whatever. So we'll see y'all then. We'll see you on another time. Bye, guys. Bye. Yeah. Ah!